What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Scoop. Tina Amini, Hello. and Sam Claiborne. Hey, everybody. And we've got a great show for you this week. We're going to talk about next-gen consoles. We're going to talk about Breath of the Wild 2. But first, today is Tina's two-year IGN two work years? Thank you. Yes, it is. I keep forgetting and Under its applause. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feels like 10, two guys. Year. Feels like 10. <laughs> oh. So that's, that's 200 episodes of Game Scoop, I believe. No, it hasn't nope. been. <laughs> that's not right. Isn't that that's the not math? how that works. Nope. Nope. Two hundred. Nope. Nope. Yeah, you just add episodes. zeros to mm-hmm. things. <laughs> it might be. Uh, did yeah. you think of a good question to uh, ask her, Sam? Uh, no. Okay. We, so here's the thing. All right, in our in our uh, we have a morning meeting every day, and mm-hmm. uh, we stand up in front of everybody. And if there's a, a new person on staff, we always ask them what's their favorite game of all time, and then they they answer that. That's like their induction question. But uh, sometimes we we also have announced birthdays and anniversaries and stuff like that. We don't have any other questions to ask. What's people. your favorite game of the last two years? Um, Red what? what? I mean, I spoiled it already. <laughs> Red Dead Two. Why? What were you going to say? Red I was going to say that for sure. But I know. Yeah. But only because like we uh, that was like a big game of the year discussion that came yep. up over over the time. But maybe you would have liked Control better. So I don't know. No, Red Dead Two was a far more impressive mm-hmm. experience. What about best movie over the past years? Oh, I would have to remember what I even watched. Parasite. Parasite's pretty good. Yeah. I would go with Parasite. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. You know, decent. Decent enough for me to remember off the top a of real, my head. A real teeny movie. What did we yeah. call them? We had another one. I'm crying a little bit right now. I'm trying not for people to notice. Why are you crying? There's an eyelash in oh here, God. man. <laughs> and I don't want it to yeah. be yeah. like awful. <laughs> <laughs> I've so lasted many, two years without this happening, but so hey, they go there. in there sometimes. <laughs> in there. Yeah, you know, two years wow. is. <laughs> it's just a little eyelash in my eye. <laughs> We're going to do the rest of the show one eye. <laughs> <laughs> you're not annou- anyway you're not announcing this is your last scoop is no it? definitely wow. not um Thank, we joked about doing what my least favorite game was yeah. Which it, uh oh. and it was it has to be the expendables too because the year that i reviewed that Ever. game that's your least favorite game <laughs> not of the you past years. Games? i was gonna say in the past two did, years yeah. if you reviewed the expendables no, it'd be really i don't know that i have a game in the past two years that's my least favorite because we're fortunate enough we get to be selective about what we play at this point so I just play stuff I, think I we like. Abandoned some games early on. Um, like what? I didn't like Devil May Cry. We didn't really like Sayonara Wild Hearts. <laughs> yeah, sorry, no, sorry, Tom. Sorry, everybody. But, but Sam beat it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's I did. true. No, no, no. The I, official, the yeah. official word is he rolled credits. I rolled, rolled the credits. credits. Yeah. On Sayonara that was Wild a demonism. Yeah, that's right. Thank <laughs> you. It's hard not to be. See, here's here's why: is that I've only played the last level in that game, and I beat it. So I've rolled the credits. Um, all right, well, here's to uh, hopefully many more years. Yes, please. 200 more episodes. Yeah. 200 yeah. more. Here's That's all we get. Did you know that years. I'm approaching my, the end of my run? Oh, and then you're out? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that why you're not on NBC anymore? Amy rules. Yep. Yeah, that's why I'm not anymore. <laughs> it's not because I irritated Pear so much that I was removed he from the show forcefully. Um, okay, this week we've got um, sort of a big uh, original article going up on yeah. com Because last week we got the official specs on Xbox Series X. 12 teraflops, uh, what, hardware advanced ray tracing, is that the actual yeah. term, something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, so we reached out to a bunch of developers uh, and asked them, like, what does this stuff actually mean for the games? Top secret be? project working developers, developers that yeah. are working on next-gen games that would mm-hmm. talk to us off the record, yeah. not off the record. Yeah, that's the crazy thing is, like, you know, obviously we're interested in learning more about next-gen stuff and what that actually tangibly means because all the questions out of that news announcement was, well, what does this actually mean for my games? Is it What does it mean for the graphics? Fidelity, which is 
reduction, a reductionist kind of perspective, because that's not all it means. But uh, obviously, we strive to answer the questions that our readers have. But a lot of people just can't talk about this stuff yet because they're under NDA because they're working on games on the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. Uh, but fortunately, we did get some commentary, um, and it's this like fascinating roster of information that our executive editor of Techbo Moore put together mm-hmm. through many phone calls and many hours of transcription and many hours of editing. It's been a big, big project. Yeah, we've kept him busy. It's been good. Um, but the consensus is basically... Um, a couple things. Yes, it will graphically look better. Like games will graphically look better on a realistic scale. Um, but there, you can do a lot of interesting things with uh, realism in hair and smoke and how that impacts gameplay often. Like smoke can be used to disguise enemies or, um, you know, make it a little bit more difficult for or make it an interesting play style. It's not a joke, but smoke is more smoky because right now smoke is like this just kind of effect that's kind of between you and a thing. But like this yeah. could be like like things emerging from it or things hiding in it in a like different way and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Realistically moving around an object that's yeah. being pushed through it, you know. Same exactly. for hair. It's just a giant world of hair. Yep. Yeah. Things are just can be pushed through it. Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so one of the developers mentioned hair and gel and how those two things interact. So it's like how hair looks on its own as a simulative thing, but then also how it how it goes up against the environment itself. Yeah. So if it gets wet. Or if you, like yes. you said, like you mentioned, if you put hair gel If you in style it, it specifically. But, Tina Which will be joke. great for JRPGs. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And right before this, we were, we were saying that uh, uh, it's just, that's what games have always looked like, is that everybody had hair gel. Yeah. Because it was just a solid chunk piece. of hair. That's true. It's like, now, now mitten effects really look good for hands. <laughs> yeah. Good mitten effects. <laughs> and then yeah. I, I think they're also saying how, like, the ray tracing, which is a lighting effect, uh, should uh, allow for more reali- realistic ways that light will, like, shine through hair. And audio, too, which is a cool aspect of ray tracing I haven't seen a lot of developers talk about because everyone's like, oh, the lighting will be great. And in general, in Next Gen, the big thing is like lighting and shaders. But um, the the way that audio works in a spatial environment uh, and how ray tracing impacts that is also a really cool little detail. Mm -hmm. And then the other big picture thing was... Is the idea that sound waves bounce like light and so it's like it's simulating... Yeah, exactly. And then depending on whatever, like let's say you're in a cave or something, Um, it'll more properly... And our ears are like stereo and attuned to like pick up on those really, really small things to, to do positioning. So that's interesting. Oh. I have like the worst TV sound system. It's just my TV, you know? I mean, I think well, it's great. That's <laughs> like, the other, uh, so good, good sound systems to take yeah. advantage of that. Yeah. So we're also, um, using this as a jumping off point for Damon's other show, which is uh, next gen console watch 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and he breaks down all the TVs that you should upgrade to and why, and what the elements are. Bo does. Um, Bo does. Yeah. yeah. But um, if you had honestly. to choose, it'd be the Sony Trinitron 13 inch, <laughs> monitor yeah. from 1996. Yeah, exactly. The one that we have on our desk. <laughs> or whichever one we talked about on GameScoop that was yeah. in the magazine that had the speakers built into it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one. What about that like $60,000 one that yeah. you were talking about on the previous episode? We were talking about how, yeah, Best, Best Buy sells a 98-inch <laughs> 8K TV. Mm-hmm. There's a Sony one and a Samsung, and they're sixty thousand dollars. But I think it's on sale <laughs> for forty thousand. Yeah. So that, that I mean, that bargain. TV is for no one on earth. I can't believe Best Buy sells something that costs sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's that's an interesting point. Also, that's like the most likely to reduce in value in ten years <laughs> product you could possibly buy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's no way that that's not worth. Well, okay. So we have we we purge TVs in the office sometimes because they're hung up on the walls and they're used for like conference rooms and stuff. And they're like mm. they're all universally like better TVs than I had five years ago, but they just go in the e-waste because nobody wants them. Like we offer them up freely, 
You know, like yeah. people are like, who wants to take home this this plasma television that's 1080p? We need to make a TV Nobody. fort. Yeah, I mean, if we could make a TV fort twice a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, what were some of the other uh, um Well, so another big one is that like indie smaller studios yeah. will be able to have more flexibility because they have don't have to focus as much on optimization so that you can actually um, leverage the power of consoles. So one of the developers was talking about, I'll just read a quote yeah. since I went through the trouble of printing it yeah. out. Um, who is this? Where is this? Okay, so Bryant uh, Cannon, who's the lead developer at Night School Studios, uh, they worked on After Party and before that Oxenfree, uh, a GameScoop favorite, I would say. Can I say that? Sure. I haven't played it, but you can I say what it. I thought you did. You can say whatever you want. I think you'd like it. Think so? You like Oxenfree. That's what it is, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. So it's a game favorite. Too. Yeah. That's I'm right. over here, Tina. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I only pay attention to this quadrant. <laughs> <laughs> it is known. Um, so Bryant says, in After Party, we have a crowd system where every person, every character in the scene has AI, and they're walking around, they're doing various actions to make the scene feel full. And that was much more of a simulation at first, where every demon in a bar has a simulated amount of drunkenness. Obviously, the premise of the game is you get drunk with Satan. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all changing their animations based on how drunk they are. What we realized is, A, it wasn't that important to the game to play, uh, to the gameplay, to have everything simulated like that. And B, it was having a pretty big effect on our performance and the frame rate was suffering because of it. So we decided to scale that down. But if we were to make this game on the Xbox Series X or possibly the PS5, then maybe we would have been able to have all of that simulation playing out without sacrificing performance. And even if, even though it didn't have a big effect on the gameplay, it was more of an aesthetic thing. That is, we would uh, that would have made the bar feel even more alive and dynamic. That's so, pretty fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the other point. A couple other developers that Bo interviewed um, also mentioned like things that you can do with the crowd. Crowd, um, just cool details that amplify the story and the environment and the aesthetic that aren't necessary per se, but are nice to have in like a next generation leveled up kind of game. And those aren't experience. textures and polygons. Those are like this th- amalgamation of things. I think that's yeah. really interesting to think yeah. about it that way. I think it's like the more things change, the more things also stay the same. Like ray tracing, some of this tech is brand new or at least new in like a mainstream way, never been seen before. But like you can go back to interviews maybe this is on my mind because it was in one of the old magazine issues we flipped through where like when then we were jumping from eight bit to 16 bit, mm. some developer was like, it's so freeing to be able to create without constraints. <laughs> like now yeah. we're finally not limited by how yeah. many sprites we have on screen and how many, like, I think it was Miyamoto talking about making Mario world versus Mario one, two and yeah. three. We're like, now we can do whatever we want. <laughs> well, the best is, um, so for console watch tomorrow, which is, will be day and date, I guess, same time as Scoop goes up. It's out now. By the time. Out now. Yeah. Um, we, uh, the crew mentions uh, Conqueror's Bad Fur Day. Mm-hmm. And so we have a clip where, fur, yeah. <laughs> where we have a clip where Ryan's like, the fur was amazing. And it's it's a stretched out <laughs> video. And it just, it looks so ridiculously bad um, yeah. by comparison. But it's like at the time, it yeah. felt like this big achievement. So imagine all the fur ways tech. that were. Yeah, exactly. And he was talking about Conquer coming to the Xbox, which again, like I remember <laughs> as being this like super, realism moment yeah the the fur tech for conquer on xbox was incredible at the time yeah it's ridiculous now remember the, the, the b fur in uh <laughs> in mario galaxy yeah yeah this at all so yeah. the bees had the and some of the mm-hmm. bosses had like a fur yeah to them and um there is at the time iwata asks the column mm-hmm. where they you know he'd interview people and he and and he asks shigeru miyamoto you know uh, how did you make the bee fur look so furry and he's like <laughs> That's a company secret. <laughs> There's no more said. That's fair. I have, There's nothing that Miyamoto cares about less than beef fur. Yeah. Is is uh ac- is the actual hair like on a bumblebee? Is it called fur? 
Nobody knows. Existential questions of the yeah. day. We were talking about that with Spider. I want to know this. Really recently. If it's Yeah, like hair? a tarantula? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fur? Like what are all furry things. Is the Yoda mask fur or hair? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> is Baby Yoda a plush? No. We already covered that one. Okay. It's been scientifically proven. <laughs> I don't think it's fur, though, because they're not mammals. Mm-hmm. I do have one other quote that was yeah, interesting. Please, please. Um, so Elijah Freeman, who's the VP of the games division at Virtuos, they do a lot of like you know third-party porting. You might be familiar with Assassin's Creed on Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, this quote, he says, the Xbox Series X's power allows us to close in on photorealism for in-game graphics and increasingly blur the line between the work we do for games and the work we do for movies. For example, the quality of the graphics in the next Star Wars game probably won't be far off the computer-generated graphics in The Mandalorian. That's a great quote. Yeah. And a lot of people were referencing Pixar and different stylistic uh, choices that you can do with the flexibility of the power that it allows for. Um, but man, can you think of playing through the Mandalorian? I didn't like the show, but maybe the game oh, version. Man. You can oh, just keep that to yourself. Fun. No, <laughs> I want to. I want to let it be known. The last episode is okay. Yeah, there. Uh, yeah, there, uh, the middle stretch. Remember that one yeah. episode where Baby it was, Yoda it was is bad. just the thing that makes that show. Yeah, it's I mean, cool. yeah. yeah, Baby is great. There's that whole stretch of the episode. It's like, I think it's the um, the heist one. Yeah. Just terrible episode. Yeah. yeah. And then the best part of the whole series happens at the end of it, which is three minutes of X-Wing uh, pilots <laughs> exterminating people for no reason. <laughs> I know. They do it because they got a phone call. <laughs> they just show up. They're not going to question anybody. Yeah. Nope. They just blow up the whole yeah. I think they're like, we got, we got a runner. Yeah. Because somebody's trying to leave this bay and yeah. they just shoot it off. Yeah. It's pretty good. I, I actually do agree with you, Tina. I think... That show is equal parts good and bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I remember true. a specific tweet from you that yeah. says about the same. But then, it, but it's like, no, called no, no. out. <laughs> no, you're completely right. Like I'll call myself out. But then it did pick up. Like you know, it starts really strong and ends really strong, and then in the middle, yeah, yeah. no, it's when they have the monster of the week episodes, and you're like, what are we doing? What are we doing here, everybody? Well, I the remember the tweet. Was, guys, what if Mandalorian's actually bad? Yeah, that yeah, was. Yeah, I, I think was that saying. was your exact tweet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think the theory is that that show is going to stretch on for a really long time, so they don't mind taking their time. Well, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just a fun time. Yeah, it's not fun. trying to be anything big. It's like I'm watching The Expanse, which is like a really big, really heady, impressive, amazing show, and The Mandalorian is not that. It's just, hey, look, just come hang out with us. Hey, for, just Star Wars. Yeah. Hey, hey just Star hey, Wars. Here. Hey, it's just Star Wars over here. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, you can find this full article uh, on IGN now. It, lots of great quotes from these yeah. developers. Really in-depth article. Um, it's a really cool piece. Uh, what's what's? Do you know what the headline is so people can find um, it? I believe we went with. I can cheat because oh, I have my yeah, phone sure. on me. I mean, a little we, behind the scenes thing. We we put a lot of our headlines to a group test, and everybody gets to pitch headlines, and mm-hmm. then uh, you know it's usually the the person with most seniority whose headline is chosen because everybody's scared of them. Yeah. There uh, were 35 responses to this one. An AI writes our headlines, actually. We just spit <laughs> at, we just put in buzzwords yeah. and yeah. then it just... Yep. Uh, there's an ongoing debate as to what it'll be, but... Okay. Well, we'll be promoting Who it. Who gets to settle but that, I, like, I personally like <laughs> yeah. mine. This is what it'll be. Yeah. Which is... Um, well, actually, this is like mine plus Dan Stapleton's. Uh, Xbox Series X will empower games to look and play better. Feels like a concise... Captures all the little elements. Okay. Anyway, look for something with Xbox Series X yeah. in the headline. We'll be, we'll be promoting it heavily on <laughs> the site. iGen.com yes. all weekend, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, let's talk about a current gen game. Okay. Uh-huh. 
That wasn't from the current gen game. Uh, we got a, finally got a release date for Ghost of Tsushima. And I go back and forth on it, whether it's ghosts or ghosts. It's ghosts. It's just you go back and so forth on it. I, had I that, can never remember. I had that epiphany today. I was meeting with Chris Reed and we were talking about the pre-orders that went up today. Mm-hmm. And I called that game Ghosts. And then, you know, that's not right. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've been calling it Ghosts on GameScoop. <laughs> yeah, I think for I, like a year. Uh, yeah. Really? I don't think you guys have it. It's Ghost. You, it. you just got to trail off the end of it. Yeah. No one can tell. Ghost. Yeah. See? Yeah. Well, anyway. It's pretty good. I didn't know which one you Ghost. said. Anyway. Uh, I don't know. I don't know which one you said. <laughs> PlayStation 4 exclusive Ghost of Tsushima is out June 26th. A mm-hmm. couple weeks after E3, if E3 happens mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is, I think, the only big game of June uh, right now. Death Stranding comes to PC in yeah. June. Last of Us 2 will have been out in May by then. Yeah. It's just about a month. It's like May 29th, so it's just just about a month earlier. These games sneaking out right before PS5 are so oddly timed. What's the matter? What's happening? Nothing. I put on my headphones finally, and now the, the, the <laughs> cable is in everybody's way. <laughs> Wait, the, the headphone situation here is just a mess. What? Good. Okay. Sure. Good. Uh, how? Uh, there's also a story trailer today that I know Sam wasn't impressed with. I didn't. I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, how are people feeling about the game in general? Well, I don't know what the, the game is still, so that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Well, right? well, I mean, there's there are gameplay demos. Out. There are gameplay demos, and they're like you know one fight in a field. Yeah, I agree with Sam. A very pretty. We field. don't really very know. Pretty we don't really know about much about that game moment to moment. Yeah. And this, are there showed, swords in it? Oh, definitely swords. It's hella swords. Twenty yeah. questions, Joe. What? What kind of? <laughs> what? What do you mean? What, what defines a sword? Um, a long piece of metal, or um, open world action adventure game set in feudal is, Japan? Is it open world? Huh? That's what's unclear. No, it is. But open world doesn't mean anything anymore. What? Wait, what does that mean? Like, I want to see—is it a contiguous map that you can just run to the edge of it, like you can in The Witcher or Breath of the Wild, or is it like you know, open world, like um, some contemporary like RPGs, like Dragon Age, where it's like, okay, yeah, there's there's you know, there's technically a big map, but there's just a bunch of squares. Or like Outer Worlds, where you just go to different places. Exactly. I would call Outer Worlds an open world-ish game, but it's not an open world game because it's just not continuous. You have to Mm. load, you know. Is it is it stealthy? Yeah. Yes. How Stealth action. Are you making this game? I mean, you know I'm, you're a ghost. You have no idea. I'm happy. What are you talking about? All what you, are you talking about? <laughs> all you have to do is read the preview coverage on IGN.com. We've Tell been very all this busy stuff. today. Oh, my God. All right. We didn't preview the game anytime recently. <clears throat> no, that's true. It's been a so long time. And, uh, and Information uh, still stands unless they've changed the game. Into I mean, what did you learn from the story trailer? That people talk and uh, duel. And I already knew that. What are they pissed about? I assume they're pissed about something. Wars and shit. Yeah. It is hard to be. It is a story trailer, not a gameplay trailer. So yeah. I, guess I think I shouldn't bellyache too much about not getting game, gameplay details from the story trailer. But there is, there is in the story trailer. It does like at the end of it, kind of show like you know an angry person with a sword <laughs> standing in front of like <laughs> standing in front of like a really cool mountain or a really cool castle yeah. or a really cool field, and I just want to be like, go in there. Yeah, show me if I can go in there or not, or else maybe it's just like you you can talk on the outside of that castle and run away, which I know is not true because I know also the developer who made uh, Sunset Overdrive is that right? Nope, I always get this wrong. Infamous, infamous, yes. Um, but that is a absolutely by the books open world exploration mm-hmm. and acrobatics game. So I really like this game. This is sort of an odd. I really like its color palette. Mm, I, I think was thinking literally the same thing. Oh, cool! Mm-hmm. I think it's it looks really, like fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really different looking than any other. Like, well, like you know, peppers yeah. with of color. Even like a game really like bright. Sekiro or games that are sort of like thematic relations to mm-hmm. it, um, mm-hmm. it feels like this has managed to carve out its own visual identity that is very striking and beautiful. Yeah, weird summer game. 
Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we should read anything into that. The fact that it's coming so soon after Last of Us Part Two. I don't know. I'm just saying about the season. Yeah. Um, but I love having a summer game. That's my favorite thing. Well, currently that's the only one. Uh, do you know, right, as of right now, and I'm not even like exaggerating and ignoring little games, mm-hmm. no game is coming out in July. <laughs> Literally no game has a release date. The industry July. doesn't like July for some reason. Yep. It's like the quiet after E3, everyone's yeah. buckling down, not there's, paying attention. There's also, we have literally no idea what Nintendo is doing the rest of the year. We have Animal Crossing yep. in Animal you know, this a week month and a half. And then, and then po- Pokemon DLC. Yeah. And that's basically it. Animal Crossing um, seasons. We in Yes. Yes. They'll that counts. Have, they'll have updates, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in July, the real video game we'll all be playing is just fireworks. <laughs> What was the um, fireworks? What was the fireworks launch game for PS2? Oh, Fantavision. 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 Um, Well, speaking of what Nintendo does have coming uh, in the future, let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Well, you you only have sound effects to listeners. Remember, no, I have other stuff. Were you not able to print? I was not able to print. That's why I'm looking at my phone. Uh, well, you should have asked me. Yeah, but then you, there's sensitive information. Oh, that's true. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Listeners, remember you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. Just like, who is this? Chris Hill and Cardiff Wales. Mm. Says, Cardiff Hi, Game- by the sea? Hi, Gamescoopers. It's just Cardiff. Okay. Uh, we are a bit late to the party, but my son has recently started playing Zelda Breath of the Wild on the Wii U. I know this may be a bit early, but I wondered what innovations you would like to see in Breath of the Wild 2. The game is already so free-roaming, but I would like the series to reintroduce the islands idea. Still getting in a boat and setting out to sea in Breath of the Wild would add an extra dimension to it, allowing for each island to be distinct. Love to hear your thoughts. Mm. Man, it's still, like, sometimes I forget that game was announced. Yeah. Like, the best game of this generation is getting yeah. a direct sequel, and Zelda's getting a direct sequel, but, yeah. like, it's hard for me to get more hype till we know more. This is a fun question to think about. But I have a good one. Okay, what? All right. So um, what I liked about uh, Majora's Mask is mm. that, and this was kind of like a development cheat probably, but it ended up good, is that they used a lot of the same assets, including characters and locations and stuff like that, and just warped them. And uh, what do you it mean was warped. Them? They warped like it was like kind of a warped reality with like goofiness and stuff like like yeah. But you you'd recognize elements. You know, like oh the the um, the wizard in the you know telescope places in both games and, and like the mask the salesman. You know, was the man mm-hmm. in the wind, windmill. Like mm-hmm. yeah. And even like the tree assets and stuff like that would be like the same, but like a little bit off. But it had kind of like a, a unfamiliar, uh, uncanny feeling to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would really like Breath of the Wild to you know do that. Just First of all, so it's out a lot faster. <laughs> make make those assets reused. Um, but uh, uh, I would love to, you know, have like that that same kind of exploration. Everything's new, and there's lots to explore. But everything's just a little bit like weird and different, and somehow familiar, and maybe dark and evil. Could that game be this year? It's three and a half years. I mean, it is. Yes, yeah, it is three and a half years. And if Sam says, you know, they've got their assets already in place, they can reuse a lot of them. I mean, oh, I can't wait. I know. I just do wonder, like exploring that world is like the whole point of that game. It's, it's like, what, are, are we going to just explore the same world? Are they in, you know, building a whole other world for us to explore? Could it possibly be as big and as uh, exciting and mysterious? Like people always talk about bringing back dungeons too. I yeah. don't want them. No, I do. 
I don't want the dungeons. I always, I, I now realize that when I go into the dungeon, all I want to do is get the equipment and get out of there. And it takes too long to, for me to get my equipment. I'm, I'm very, I just want to get back to the overworld in every game for some reason. Uh, see, I have a different mm-hmm. perspective. Link's Awakening. To me, what I love about the Zelda games, uh, you know, Breath of the Wild is the exception because it's this incredible, you know, clockwork open world. But mm-hmm. it is, um, it is those dungeons and how they sort of serve as puzzle boxes and they have these series of like smaller puzzles. And the mm-hmm. best dungeons are also you know, you're like, uh, I don't know. Water temple is a bad example because everybody Mm. hates that dungeon, but like you're having, like there's a bigger puzzle to solve too. And they're really intricate and fit together in in these interesting ways. And you can sort of, you slowly sort of like chip away at like a dungeons mysteries and no game scratches that exact itch. And as good of as breath of the wild is the sequel, uh, uh, I hope the sequel sort of fixes that part of it. I think one of the coolest things about the first one is how long it's lasted and how many antics people have been um, oh, yeah. using and playing around with. So the more opportunity for that. I was reading this morning that apparently players are now have now figured out how to launch guardians into space. Yeah. And so they're just doing that. Using the bullet time. Over and over. The bullet time and the, the what do you call it, the, the making the little water column. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think you actually like, exactly hit the nail on the head with that. What what makes Grand Theft Auto 5 also last this long is the same thing. It's the fact that people can cheat and break it and that the, the the people that made that game were confident enough to release an open world game that didn't have to be perfect. Like it, mm-hmm. it was it was breakable in a bunch of different interesting ways. And that didn't mean that like the game shipped broken, people gave it bad scores or anything. It, it meant the opposite. It meant that people had more fun with it because it's a playground you can play with. And I would actually contrast that directly with open world games that are just less feature rich like Far Cry. And I think like that game is really pretty and it, it does the, the job for getting through it. But like, I don't want to do anything in that world and I don't want to go in there and break that world. I want to do that in Grand Theft Auto and, and, and Zelda. I think that's a really astute point. To uh, concrete, so Don't fix anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> we like bugs. In terms of actual features or systems that I want to see explode, explored more, uh, like uh, you could build explode up... More is explode more. Explode more. Good thing to aim for too. See, goofs and antics. <laughs> more goofs and antics. You, I, I like that you could own a home in Breath of the Wild and I liked that you got to rebuild mm. this town called Terrytown and it had mm-hmm. this really fun music and these really interesting side stories. And honestly, it wasn't that fleshed out. Like you gathered up a bunch of wood and then a new house would be built the next time you went back to Terrytown. But like that was really, really satisfying. And it was just sort of this thing that was happening off to the side, the whole game. And so I would like to see more sort of reason to collect all these crazy resources. And mm-hmm. I'd like to do more like homesteading in Breath of the Wild too. So yeah. more fable in your Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. More I'd, Animal Crossing. Yeah, slightly more, more Animal, animal crossing. crossing. Um yeah, I want to be able to to make more of an impact and change in the world and rebuild. I would suspect I have Nintendo a, wants that too. That's a really yeah. good prediction. I'm such a sucker for any game where you get to build and develop your own home base. That's mm. why I like the Suikoden games. It's a series of role playing games, but you have a castle that's like your fort. And then as mm-hmm. you recruit people, like now the shop's open and now there's a gambling hall and now there's a cook in your castle and it changes as the whole game. Fire Mom's really good about that. Yeah, it's the best. And, and so, Metal Gear. I, I, Solid five. That's mm-hmm. true. That is true. Um, and the other thing I want to see, and maybe it's just because there's so many persistent rumors that you can maybe play as Princess Zelda in this one, but I want to see a really cool magic system. Mm-hmm. It's neat magic spells. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Uh, actually, Red Dead had a good home base too. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. And Red yeah. Dead too, you really cared about your camp a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What do you think? Don't about- look at me so accusatorily. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about Christopher's idea of reintroducing, like, sort of the islands and sailing of Wind Waker? Mm-hmm. That'd be I one mean, way to sort of it get you graphics. off the same map. Mm-hmm. 
go out into the seas, and then they could build a, a series of and, islands. And what if it was continuous from the existing game? Yeah. Cool. So it's like all of a sudden, like the left yeah, side the whole of the thing map is surrounded by water, right? Yeah. Yeah. What if the left side? Well, I think the left side's mountains, but you know, what if that just happened? What happens if you try to leave? I think you, there's just an invisible wall. Or does the game loop around? Maybe. Well, so. you run out of stamina. Oh yeah, you just can't. You just go into the water. Yeah. But there was offshore islands. There's the, there's yeah. two really cool ones. There's yeah. the maze one, and then there's the. Uh, yeah, I forget the name. Of was, it, yeah, the, the puzzle, where you lose the puzzle one. Yeah. Different games do different stuff. The worst is when a game like if they're just like a character is like I don't have any reason to go this way, and they just turn around. Mm-hmm. Like uh, there's no adventure mm-hmm. out here, and it's like they don't even bother to put in like a fake mountain range or anything. Like they just turn you around. I would if I you know were in charge of that, I would totally make it so you could just go on forever, and the assets just slowly break when you look backwards. <laughs> they just get like you know it ends up just being a block in the distance. Well, I like when the uh, dialogue lines mock yeah. you. They're like, "What are you doing? You have business to do. I'm yeah. not going to waste my time here." See, that's <laughs> what I don't like. I like it. It's fun if they write it well. You get a phone call over and over again. Mm-hmm. Are you sure you want to go that way? Clippy just comes up. Yeah. <laughs> do you, you need lo- help? You lost. <laughs> I think uh, islands would be great. They need to solve the quickness problem, yeah. and, which was done with the speed sail in Wind Waker for Wii U. They still let you fly. Really good. Yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, you can glide already. Skyward Sword promised that and just failed so hard at it. It was so bad. It was like, oh, yeah. And this game is going to be like Wind Waker with all these islands. You can go to them, and there's like three islands. You didn't want to be in them. You just wanted <laughs> to be down the ground. It was so bad. I mean, I don't think that game is overall bad. I'm just saying that part was bad. I kind of uh, think that game was bad, actually. Yeah. Uh, that might be the only Zelda game that I haven't played a single minute of. Me too. Really? Oh. Yeah. That actually would be a fun project. What, to play it? Yeah. Well, if, if they like... Or would it? <laughs> I, mean, I think it would. If they re-released Look, it... Look, the worst Zelda is still better than any game I've played this year. <laughs> the year is young. The year is yeah. young. Last year, too. I'll include it last year. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> what about so, that? Skyward Zelda Sword too. is better than any game you played in 2019. Easily. Come on. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> this is Aaron from Dallas. We really moved on. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I don't want to hear any of that. Don't noise. at me. Thanks for all of your awesome content. I've been listening since the early 200s, and you've always brightened my days. Wow. Now for my question. What game mechanic can instantly turn you off to a game? I know that for me, any negative mention of backtracking in a review will cause me to seriously reconsider buying a game. Oh, not me. I love cards. Back- love backtracking. Cards. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Sam does not like cards. I love cards. I but know. Those me are too. Always optional. No, not in. <laughs> not in. They're like never optional. Fire. They're only optional Wait. in Witcher. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I thought you meant more like a yeah. game mechanic that's in a larger. Like RPG world. I'm so the opposite. If a game has like a cool <laughs> card like, cards, system, I'm, I'm like, yeah, triple triad. Bring me, give me it. Yeah. Uh, escort missions. Anything where I, anything where I have to keep someone else alive, I don't, I don't ever want to do that. I only want to just, I want to just the worry about, about myself. Escort missions that bothers me because like, there's occasionally you don't have to worry about their health, but you still have to escort them. Is when they get stuck places. Yeah. And then I have to reboot the game. I just did this with Witcher the other day. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Tris wasn't following me. She was on fire for some reason. <laughs> then, <you may laughs> Maybe have... that's why she wasn't moving. I don't know. <laughs> Tris, come on. Put that fire out. What are you doing? <laughs> we got things to do. <laughs> she was torching, too. That's happened twice. Tris, Tris is caught on fire. She was twice. on fire twice, but she wasn't following me once, so, you know. Her motivation is really depleting. Uh, mine is maybe a controversial one because the one thing that really like irked it. me about Breath of the Wild is the, and it's not unique to Breath of the Wild, but it's the weapon breaking system. Uh, well, yeah. uh, I don't really have a, to- a lot of tolerance for a lot of meters on a lot of things mm. for a lot of things to keep up with. So mm. it's, you got to worry about your inventory and you know the durability of your weapons, sure. and especially depending on the balance of those things, like it can easily be annoying. 
Yeah, I can see that. Instant turn off. Don't mind me. I'm just crying because Tina is slandering <laughs> Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> um, I also hate it when a main story mission is a race. When like a character like wants mm. you to race you somewhere. Mm. I don't ever want to do that. What? If I wanted to do that, I'd play a racing game. I've you done just, several horse quit? races in Witcher What's recently. That? Yeah, the horse races. Yeah, that's that's actually well, it, a good example. It is because you can pay instead. Or you can like delusion times two if you have it. Hmm. I'm not interested in racing. Mm. Okay. Or I like fishing. Racing. If there's a fishing oh. mini game, love, I love fishing. Love no. fishing. I love fishing. I have and I no love interest racing. in fishing in li- real life or in video games. I will yeah. engage in a shitty fishing mini game in in any game that has it. Mm-hmm. I'll fish. Me too. I yeah. fish so much in Fire Emblem, and it's like it's pointless <laughs> and stupid. But what what was a bad fishing trip you went on in real life? Uh, well, my uncle's an avid fisherman, and okay. uh, I would spend summers with him in. Uh, uh, Louisiana mm-hmm. and God, it's so boring just being out on the water in your boat, just fishing all day. It's Did you so, have a Game Boy? I just wanted to play video games and you're <laughs> out there fishing all day and the heat sucked. I assume was you it? were before beer drinking Exactly. Age. Yeah, I was like 12. Yeah. <laughs> that's not, yeah, you need, I don't to, know, you need to be drinking. Was, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> you can have one. <laughs> that's the actual legal rule. At 12. <laughs> Louisiana, one beer. Yeah. Only if, if you're on the water. It can be nine percent. It's fine. Um, I really dislike nine percent. Yeah, why not? That's a lot. It is. <laughs> hey, um, we said one beer. <laughs> Choose wisely. Yeah, you did the math. It's huge. It's like thirty-six <laughs> ounces. It's a big gulp. That's like wine in a can. That'll just kill you. Yeah, yeah. You just wine well, in a can will kill yeah, because you because it's it's yeah, really you, two glasses of wine. Yeah, for, for like a regular mm. size can. You don't do the math in and your head while you're. You drinking drink it guys. so much more quickly than you do out of a wine glass. <laughs> yeah, no, this is just soda. <laughs> yeah. Especially if it's like a rosé, dude. True. I've started drinking wine out of regular glasses, and it's a very different vibe. Regular glasses, mm. yeah, just like the same glass I drink water out of. Well, yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> Turns out you guys should know. So Sam has a lot of quirks. One of his quirks is that he is, he is very, very particular about what liquids can go into what serving glasses. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Beer should be served in a pint glass or a, a, a glass like thing that's like a more of a jar shape than anything if it's in like anything with a lip or a stem or anything <laughs> unless it's from europe and it's from yeah. a place that made that glass for that beer then i'm fine with it if they match and then the on beer, thursdays it's a totally different yeah. scenario but yeah, what i'll do is at a restaurant soul. i'll go and, I'll, and if they serve me like i hate this the most is like you get a beer that you want and it's served to you in a stemmed wine glass that makes me so mad. Not like a beer glass, like a stemmed wine glass, right? So if they do that, you always have like a tumbler next to you with water in it. So mm-hmm. I will drink the water or pour it out or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Throw it in <laughs> people's faces. House plant. And then I'll pour my beer in that glass and just drink it out of that. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think it causes any trouble or anything. And sometimes the beer comes in that glass the next time. Good quality of life tips mm-hmm. all around. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was going to say another thing I don't like in games uh, I could go on about sports and racing and stuff like that. I just don't play those games. But mm-hmm. a game that you games that you guys seem to all like that I don't like um, would be uh, games that might be really good, but they're about contemporary uh, military guns. I don't like games like you, you're we'll excited about, like Rainbow Six, whatever. I don't know anything about that series. Well, I mean, I, I, Splinter Cell. Sorry, Splinter Cell. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I would never play that because, like, I think it's like really dumb and gun culture and stupid. So, like, I don't like any of that stuff. And then I don't, cool. I don't like the uh, uh, the idea that you know people are being murdered all the time. It's just too close to home, hmm. and I, it doesn't make me feel good to be in those worlds. I, I like Hitman is the same way. So I don't like. I love the idea of those games. I love stealth, and I love uh, Hitman too close to home. No comment. 
<laughs> so wait, wait, wait. But you like Metal Gear Solid Five? Yeah. Which is using contemporary guns in the eighties. In the eighties. That's that's so you can. And there's giant robot monsters in it. Okay. It's sci-fi. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a game out there. So Halo is fine. I I love Halo. I love it. Don't you play the Call of Duty? No. And when I try to play those, and those are so you play the last one too. Like the 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 storylines are. I can't remember the storyline though. Hmm. I did play it. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't like them though. And then uh, and the, they keep on coming up too. There's like games like uh, well, like I would have never played Counter Strike or something. But like when I think about those games, like that's why I didn't play. Interesting. Yeah, I I'll, I'll try. I'll try again. The, Were you add something? Well, I just had my own. The, yeah. the mechanic that I don't like is uh, if there's missable content in a game. Mm. Like you go to some new area, and then there's you know collectibles or something else that you just can't get in that playthrough anymore. Okay, Witcher does that sometimes too. You can mm-hmm. accidentally fail lots of missions. Mm. Yeah, yeah, or like for me, this is, and I recognize the game's excellence in so many ways, but that's why I was so paralyzed and couldn't play Persona 5. Because mm-hmm. that is an entire game yeah. of like... Consequences. If, if, yeah, if you don't do things in the right order and in the right way, you will miss literally like half the game. And like I get so paralyzed by choice and that freaks me out so much that I end up not playing and... um it's really challenging from a game development standpoint to like make a game where anything can be accessed and achieved at any time, mm-hmm. like a Skyrim game. And I recognize sort of the falseness and challenge of designing a game that way. But like that gives me like a security blanket of like, I don't need to feel like mm-hmm. I'm going to miss some collectible in this area. If I move on to the next screen, what about games with lots of dialogue choices? That part doesn't bother me. So narrative options are okay to miss out on. I need to, I need to have the ability to know that I can hundred percent this game, even even though I don't hundred percent any game. Mm. Like <laughs> missing shit, because then I feel like I have to. But use, it was your choice. And then I feel like I have to use a FAQ or FAQ to go through it, which you know, and then I'm min maxing, and then I'm just outside of my own head and not enjoying the game anymore. I sometimes cheat with dialogue options, and I'll read ahead and be like, "What happens if I choose this one?" So mm. I'll do the same thing. Obsessive choices. And another thing. Here we go. Cocktails should not be served in wine glasses. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I, and don't give me the Aperol Spritz thing. Like I'm, I like Negronis and Campari and stuff like that, but Aperol Spritzes are gross, and the New York Times is right. I like a good Aperol Spritz. Uh, not a cocktail, though. It's a mixed drink. I have received some oh very God. important information from one of our viewers. What, just now? Oh, wait, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is from Stephen Polanco. He says... The world must know. Got it. The world must know what Sam looks like without a mustache. He took the liberty. <laughs> wow, he photoshopped that. <laughs> he took the liberty of. That whoa. looks pretty legit. Us. Yeah. Wow. That looks like you see. without a mustache. Because I remember. <laughs> Does that look like you without a mustache? I'll put it up. Uh, on I screen. think my upper lip looks different than that. <laughs> but you'll never know. It's, it's the wrong color. <laughs> uh. Okay, and that brings us, is that everything? Yeah, that brings us to video game 20 questions. Should people be spending that much time on the stuff like that? Probably, I think it could have been a little better. You probably should have spent a little bit more time. More, more time. time, oh yeah. no. I don't like that. <laughs> uh, our suggestion this week comes from Ruben in Zurich, Switzerland. Oh, cool. Let the questioning begin. Is this... <laughs> I didn't have a friend. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I'm just thinking of Zurich things that I was thinking like Europe and like what systems mm. they had there. And like, just it's Zurich probably going to be an obscure PC yeah. game. It's a ZX Spectrum game <laughs> for sure. Exactly. This. this never takes us down the right path. Okay. Yeah. Who cares? But hey, region, region <laughs> is a good one to go with. Japanese-based game? American-based game? Go for it. Uh, was this made in the West? No. 
Mm. It was made in the West from a certain <laughs> point of view. <laughs> it's Depends west, on what you mean. Yeah. It's west of someone. Yeah, yeah exactly. If, it, it, if we're in Hawaii. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, well. is, uh, is the developer still around? Yes. Wow. Okay. Japanese company is still around. Okay. Is this a console exclusive? Yes. Is it an RPG? No. Did this game originally come out in the 80s? No. That's five. Is this a Nintendo game? Um, yes. Is it from after 2005? No. <laughs> did, this, did this game originally release on um, the Nintendo 64? No. Same question, GameCube. Yes. GameCube exclusive. Mm-hmm. Okay, so genre maybe? We know it's not an RPG. Is it an action game? No. That's 10. Whoa. Oh. A weird... Do we know... So was it developed by Nintendo or do we not know that? Yeah, oh, we don't know published. that. Well, yeah, it's we know exclusive. it was the first... Oh, is that We don't know that it? it's first party. It's probably FZeroGX. <laughs> <laughs> that was developed, developed by Sega. Mm-hmm. What, what was the um, game the guy on the plane was playing? Oh, yeah. A guy was... Well, he was playing... Um, he played two games. He played Star Fox 64 and, and uh, Ocarina of Time. Cool. On a computer. Oh, on a, I thought it was like on, on a tablet. Yeah, a tablet. Mm-hmm. So he had like an Android tablet that he was playing these on, on the pool. Cool. Yeah. Is that a hint? Nope. I don't know. <laughs> we don't, he, need, we don't he, need a hint. Why yes, would he bring yes, it you do. at that point? <laughs> I thought it was amazing because okay, somebody playing to. Nintendo 64 emulated things on a tablet, though. That was <laughs> kind of surprising. Um, is this a, a, a published by Nintendo game? Yes. Was it developed by Nintendo? No. Okay, so Star Fox Adventures. Yeah, or F-Zero GX. Mm-hmm. Does this game have furry animals in it? Yes. Is it Star Fox Adventures? What? Wait, what? <laughs> dial it back, dial it back. <laughs> what I meant to say was... So wait, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I think we just lost 20 questions. No, 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 no. I'm kind of surprised, actually. No, it's fine. No, there was no answer, so it's fine. Uh, GameCube. Game with fuzzy animals published by Nintendo, not developed by Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How can it not be? What else is there besides Star Fox Adventures? There's rare. Uh, it's, no, not rare though, right? Because uh, they were bought by that. Because like, I was thinking about like Donkey Kong and stuff, but it's not any of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's Super Monkey Ball. Yeah, but that's just a Sega. Did Sega game. just published that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Although it wasn't GameCube exclusive, but I don't think Nintendo... Does this game have multiplayer? Yes. Maybe maybe Nintendo did publish Monkey Ball? Does this have monkeys in it? <laughs> no. That is 15. Wow, not a single... See... What's the egg? What, Billy Hatcher? Yeah, that was published by Sega for sure. I thought we had this one in the bag. <laughs> Unless it is Star Fox and Damon's just being... And now I regret asking he, a goof question no, no, about... <laughs> he would know that Andros is a is a chimpanzee or whatever. A monkey? Yeah. Is he? I don't know that. Is that true? Yeah. Isn't that Star Fox's dad? <laughs> He's a fox. No. <laughs> no. Also, chimpanzees are monkeys. Okay. Whatever. Um, Remember that. I completely derailed us. That's, by, that's clearly wait, a hint. Is this a sci-fi game? No. All right. <laughs> what the f- okay, 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 okay. So it's what the a heck is it? GameCube There's- exclusive published by Nintendo, but not developed by Nintendo, but made by a Japanese company. So there's the Capcom game. So go, what are the... Piano 3, Resident Evil 4, 
I don't think the other ones came out. Did it they? Could be they? Resident Evil Four. <laughs> so furry animals. You save the dog in it. It's not Resident Evil Four. No. No. <laughs> the developer's still in business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this a Capcom game? No. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, is it Super Monkey Ball and it's just a chimpanzee technically? No, because we no. Chim chim. <laughs> Is that the name of the chimpanzee? Should we ask no, if there's chimpanzees? There's Gon Gon and Tiny apes. and I I and uh and Baby. Okay. No, maybe Baby and Tiny. You can ask if there's apes in the game. There's not apes. We already asked about monkeys. But are, there, aren't, are, are there apes in the game? Yes. <laughs> Holy heck yes. <laughs> what are you doing, Doug? I told you it was a hint. It's, you did it, you know, it's freaking <laughs> super monkey ball. Maybe they did publish it. I didn't think they did. Are they are the apes inside of balls? No. So okay. You only have a guess now. You only have a guess. What? So what? it's it's. I know what it is. It's okay. it's uh the it's one of the Donkey Kong um uh games because they're they're not developed by Nintendo. Yeah, but none of them came out on GameCube. Yeah, they all did. J- Donkey Kong Jungle Beat or oh. or or one of the music ones. So it's either Conga or Jungle Beat. So it's not Jungle Beat cuz that was made by N- Tokyo. That was made by the Mario Galaxy team. Like that was the first game they so made, it's I Donkey think. Donkey Konga. Do we have any more questions? Donkey no. Donkey ah! Donkey Konga might have been made by Nam might have been developed by Namco. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a music thing. There's also oh. Mario DDR. We should have asked. But I think the hint here is that it's uh, Donkey Kong. We should have stopped goofing around a long time ago and asked if it was a Donkey Kong game. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just didn't think of the other Donkey Kong games. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Conga. Do it. Does that match a bunch of the things? Yeah, except I can't remember who developed it. All right, it's a Donkey Konga. Yes. yes. Are there apes in it? Oh, my goodness. Uh, and it was developed by Namco. Yeah, mm. cool. 2004. I actually never played it, but oh, it's isn't great. it just Taiko Drum Master? No. No? It's different? Yeah. It's it's more like um, it's really cool. the other rhythm games of the time, right? Like it's it's kinda like guitar. You use the bongos. Yeah. And just I mean I think it seems like Taiko Drum Master. I think, I think I might be one of the two. Yeah. Yeah. I might be one of the only people on earth that ha- like I had Donkey Konga one and two and two sets of bongo drums so that people could come over and play together. You could tap left and right and you could clap and you could tap the side mm-hmm. of the drum. It was great. Like, yeah. you know, we busted that thing out and played with it a lot, and then we finally got rid of it. Um, it has, like, licensed music in it? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but like, the cover version had, like, yeah. All Star and stuff like that. Yeah. And, <laughs> like Smash Mouth? Yeah. Oye, como va? So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, Donkey Kong is, like, is he, like, performing in the game? It's like, what's, I don't what, remember what's that detail. Okay. But I know that, that it was in the early, early, like, Guitar Hero 1 and 2 days where uh, they were all covers, bad covers of gotcha. those songs. They weren't the original Also, recordings. in the Donkey Kong universe, I think there were also monkeys. Yeah, that's why I was choosing whether I was going to bring this up and litigate this at the end of the show. The main characters are all types of ape, right? But I think there are also... Yeah, like, what about Diddy? Well, I don't think... Diddy Kong? Yeah. <laughs> He's related. Related to, to Donkey Kong? The, the ape? But Diddy Kong is not an ape. You want to tie break this one, Tina? <laughs> <laughs> to re- I can research it. <laughs> but also, okay, so Cranky Kong has a long beard and walks with a cane. <laughs> I, he's an old ape. <laughs> but like, I, I mean, Funky Kong, I think is an ape too. But then there's Candy Kong. Oh my God, are they all related? Who's the one? There's one that's like clearly a, a like an orangutan. Yeah. Yeah. The one from uh, Donkey Kong 64. Mm-hmm. As long as an orangutan, yeah. 
too big to be a movie. What was that? What was the ad for Donkey Kong 64? Yeah, too, oh, many, yeah. too many worlds. <laughs> Thank you for the suggestion. Ruben in Zurich, Switzerland. If you have your own 20 questions, suggestions, send them to me at Gamescoop at IGN.com. Uh, now that you've finished with Gamescoop, go watch Next Gen Console Watch 2020. The latest episode is up now. on our. You can watch it on IGN.com or on our YouTube channel. And also check out uh, our article this week on uh, what all those teraflops are going to mean for Next Gen games. We'll be promoting that on IGN.com all through the weekend. And, and the store. And go to uh, <laughs> store.ign.com. Can they still use, uh, like, yeah. what, what's, the, what's a good discount code? Scoop10. Scoop10 for 10% off anything in the IGN store. Game Scoop shirts, and uh, we're, I'm told uh, Omega Cop shirts are forthcoming. Coming soon. And console watch shirts. There's mm-hmm. a console watch shirt up there, too. Mm-hmm. Soon to be a very limited It's a great edition. design. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a cool. collector's item. Uh, that's all the scoops that we have for you this week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Tina. Thank you, Sam. I leave you this week with a sample of a new chiptune mixtape that was just released. It's called Techie and Nick's Mixtape Quest Adventure, and it's put together by Nick Dwyer from the Digging in the Carts podcast and DJ Techie Latex. They've selected a bunch of Golden Age video game soundtracks and mixed them with hip-hop acapellas and bass-heavy dance music. The mix features music from Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy, Streets of Rage, Pokemon, mixed up with Migos, Outkast, Dizzy Rascal, and more. You can check out the full mix at technic.mx. That's T-E-K-N-I-C dot M-X. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out.
Japan.